Hi, this is Kurt Snyder from NewarkAdvocate.com, and I'm welcoming you back to the Advocates Looking County Sports Podcast. And today's uh, guest is Dave Papura. We are uh, starting to talk to some of our Advocate alumni, so to speak, guys that used to be sports writers and worked in the sports department at the Advocate and have since moved on to, uh, you know, other things. I don't know if I want to say bigger and better things, but other things uh, for most everyone. Um, you know, Dave is someone we still see a lot of because he now works for uh, This Week News. But, uh, you know, Dave and I uh, worked together uh, early in my time at The Advocate from 2005 to uh, 2007. And then Dave uh, made a couple other stops at The Advocate along the way. But, uh, you know, Dave, you know, you think about it. and I know it's cliche to say, but even though we only had a couple years together, we had quite a staff. And, you know, it, it seems like we put a lot of time into those two years, had a lot of great memories, great work. And, you know, I, I've talked to some of the other guys. It, it seems like it's hard to believe again that it's been that long. Well, and, and I was just thinking about this uh, the other day when I was putting together some notes uh, for this podcast. I mean, yeah, I, I've been out of college 20 years coming up on March 6th or May 6th, excuse me. But I, you know, and, and having been in some stops, I, I would have a tough time saying that I've had a, a more fun couple years than I had in that first stint at Newark. And, and there are a lot of reasons for that. I mean, but that's obviously the people, a huge part, all the things that we did back then. I mean, we had no problems filling an eight page Sunday section. I mean, unfortunately you don't see that a lot at all anywhere anymore. I mean, we, we did have a great staff from the, the four of us around the sports pod. Uh, I know it was a very four over my couple years, but I mean, over to the copy desk. And, and there's a reason I think that a lot of us have stayed in touch over the years. I mean, that it was, uh, it was about a lot more than just the work then. And I think that showed that we all got along and we love what we do uh, back then as a team. And, and certainly now, wherever we are, uh, I think that did come through in the paper and what we were able to produce. You know, and Dave, uh, before we kind of talk about where careers have gone and, and what all you've done in your uh, 20 plus years, as you said, and, you know, your time at The Advocate, you know, everything uh, is on the mind is now and what's going on. And that's part of the reason why I've been doing this podcast is just to have a chance to to talk to listeners, talk to our readers and subscribers who, you know, just uh, a, a something different here. It seems like every day is the same as the last, uh, unfortunately, right now because of the pan pandemic. And for you, you're a Columbus guy. You know, you grew up in Columbus. You went to high school. You've come back and lived most of your adult life in central Ohio. What has this been like the last six weeks, just from a community standpoint? You know, we're big sports fans and you know, missing out on an Ohio State basketball run, hopefully in March Madness. And, you know, there's a lot of Blue Jacket fans around that were thinking about another, you know, playoff uh, surge there like they had last year. Well, it, it's just been, it, it really has been surreal. And, and trust me, over the past few weeks, I've, I've thought quite a bit about, um, you know, what game would I be sitting down to watch on the extra innings package at 10 o'clock on, on a, you know, on, a, on any given night. It's something that you, mentioned a minute ago was it feels like you know a, a lot of days don't have that feel anymore like sometimes you feel like it's a monday you feel like it's a thursday i don't know i mean around here my wife and i are both working from home right now as i as most people are so yeah i mean yeah you know what a weekend is and things but it, it's you, you just don't have that same feel i certainly miss going out to the schools you know, and getting features together and seeing people, you know, talked to some people earlier this week when the call was made that spring sports were going to be canceled. And I realized, wow, I, you know, there are people I haven't seen in a month and a half that under normal circumstances, I probably see once a week or maybe once every other week. So that's where it really uh, hits me. I mean, the, 
you don't see the people you're so familiar with on your beats, even though you talk to them on the phone. I personally have never liked doing all my job on the phone. I, I feel like I do a lot better yeah. without seeing people. And, and But, you know, now that can't be helped. I mean, we're all in the same boat. So that's been really the biggest difference, although I mean, obviously uh, – it's you know, just been spending a lot more time at home and doing things remotely and, and certainly having to plumbing, you know, plumb more for story ideas. And that's something that we're going to face more uh, over the next three months or so, really, until fall sports come back. And hopefully that will be on time. Well, and Dave, you mentioned uh, extra innings. We're both diehard baseball fans. And, you know, I don't know how many more classic games I can watch. I'm trying to watch these replays from the past few years or, you know, further back. But, uh, you know, on my Facebook memories, it just popped up. Uh, I was watching like some 15 inning West Coast game a few years ago, and I uh, took a picture of the uh, of the clock below the uh, below the TV, and it said it was 3:34 in the morning um, after you know some late night at work or whatever. Uh, so yeah, those are the things you miss right now, and and you know the idea that yeah we would be uh, sitting down. You know we're recording this during an evening, so we'd both be sitting down and watching baseball probably after maybe covering a game this afternoon or you know, covering uh, maybe having a day off midweek or whatever. Uh, So it is, it it is different. And, uh, you know, certainly as we, uh, you know, look back at six, seven weeks ago, when everything was kind of turned upside down, I mentioned that to my colleague, Dave Whiting. I think I've used that term a lot because that's the way it felt. Uh, And, you know, we were going to do the girls state basketball, you know, you and I, we were going to catch up probably at state wrestling you were in a di- different situation, but the same, really, because you were covering state hockey that weekend. Uh, for people that don't know, uh, New Albany is one of the teams that you cover, and they were having a, a, you know, I don't know if it's a Cinderella run. They weren't the number one seed, but a shout out to the Newark Generals. They beat New Albany during the regular season, early in New Albany season. I know that's what they would say, but, you know, obviously you missed out on that opportunity. Well, I mean, that. If the general, you know, when the generals did beat them, that makes it no less true that they did. I mean, they beat a team that uh, that pulled off a heck of a run, beat an undefeated Upper Arlington team, one of the other teams I cover, and then pulled off an impressive win in the district final. And yeah, that's their first time ever getting to state in their, uh, I believe it's seven years. They they had a club team and then they went to varsity uh, several years ago. So yeah, I mean, that was what I was looking forward to. Uh, that Thursday when the announcement was made that everything was was indefinitely postponed, I was getting ready to go to Athens to cover DeSales playing New Philadelphia uh, in a regional semifinal of boys basketball down there. And I was stopping by Canal on the way to do a baseball preview. And I still did the baseball preview because nobody knew, you know, what was going to happen. I was just trying to get (laughs) it. As it turned out, I think I wrote five of my previews and they are never going to see the light of day. They're just, they're they're tucked into a folder on my laptop and and that's where they're going to stay until I need to refer to them next year. Yeah, it's hard to believe because, yeah, when this started, you thought, well, a couple weeks. And, and I honestly, especially that first Tuesday, you know, the, the, we heard about, you know, some cases on Monday uh, coming in, you know, as far as uh, to Ohio. And I thought on Tuesday, well, you know, this is still small. You know, maybe just wait a couple weeks, see how this goes. You know, we'll be back to normal early April. You know, let's not do anything rash. Uh, you know, you just had no perspective. You did not know we'd still be sitting here working from home, you know, more than a month later and really with no timetable to when we're going to get back to normal from a school and sports standpoint. You know, they are talking about opening businesses or whatever, but, you know, it, it won't be normal, as you said, you know, really maybe till fall, if that. 
I was talking to my mother earlier that, you know, my, my parents live in Thornville. I, I've seen very little of them uh, in the past couple of months, other than just occasionally, really briefly. Uh, you know, we were, I was saying to her, it's like, hey, I hope we can get together for Memorial Day. You know, she has a birthday coming up on the 5th of May, and then Mother's Day comes up after that. And, and you just hope maybe as a family that you can get together by then. Although, I, you know, like you mentioned with, with early March, we didn't have that perspective. I mean, just because we simply didn't know any better. We didn't know the extent of what was going on. And, and boy, the more you hear about it, it's like, you know, I hope baseball can come back by July. The NHL is talking about coming back by July. But so much of it, I mean, it's, it's out of our hands. The virus is in control of this. And, and until it is controlled, anybody's guess is as good as anyone else's. Well, and uh, looking at our newspaper careers and, uh, you know, a digital career, you were kind of you know, early at the forefront of doing a lot of, you know, digital work as far as, as the internet, you know, certainly was around, you know, when I started in 2005, but it was more of just, hey, this is where you throw your stories to quickly becoming maybe, you know, a much more vital part of our job. Uh, and, you know, I, I, we always tease you a little bit because, you know, when you were at Newark uh, at the Advocate, you were covering the Newark boys basketball team in 2007. They had a great season, but unfortunately fell in the regional final, you uh, moved to Houston. Uh, then after, you know, between the next season, before the next season, between seasons, and then they won the state title. So, you know, I, I guess you didn't see it all, get to see it all the way through, but obviously, uh, you know, that's something we always tease you about. But uh, then you made your way back to Central Ohio over the years. So, uh, you know, being at the Advocate, we always say, you, you know, you, you always come back at some point. So, uh, you know, what's it been like as you've been, been here and then gone and back and forth. Well, I, I will say I might be the record holder because I did have three stints there. <laughs> I think uh, one time sports editor Jim Wharton, who lives up around uh, Morrill County, now I think he had two uh, way back in the day. I'm sure there are other people who've had two. I'm not sure anybody's done it three times. But I mean, it is a you know a place even you know I haven't been gone almost eight years now. I mean, obviously Newark is, is somewhere really close to my heart. I mean, my my sister, my brother in law, and their kids live in Harbor Hills. Uh, on the lake. I mean, that's advocate country. My parents live in Thornville. That's only 10, 12 miles from Newark. Uh, so I, I get out there a lot. Um, you mentioned the web a minute ago. It, it's funny, uh, you know, getting back to that perspective a little bit. I mean, I hand a lot of this credit to Mike Shearer, who was our managing editor at one time. And he's up uh, working with some of our papers in the Akron area now. Um, they created a full-time position of web editor uh, in 2007. I mean, we put pretty much everything we were doing uh, in news and the sports on the web. And, and I jumped over to take that position for a while. Uh, I think it was about three months that I filled that. And then I ended up heading down to Houston to, uh, to head a buy school sports website for a little over two years. But yeah, my, by, uh, by 2009, I was ready to come back. And uh, I did in the fall and uh, I was able, I actually worked on the copy desk the next two times I was at Newark. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was great to come back and, and, work with my friends again and uh and in in a place that i believe in i mean and that's the the mission i tried to take down to houston try and do things like we did at newark and it, that i think to an extent we were able to do that and it certainly helped our numbers but uh but yeah there was nothing like coming back here really, and uh into somewhere that does feel like home even, even now well and it's certainly with what we're doing online and uh you know, with the advocate it was still again very early and and how newspapers were really utilizing a website but I think back, you know, as far as being a small paper, you know, the way we were updating scores, you know, posting uh, stories early on, you know, fairly soon after games, you know, some of the multimedia content we're able to do with our photographers, you know, those were things that, 
we were very proud because we were doing things that bigger papers, quote unquote, big papers weren't doing. I mean, we just had to go, you know, 30 miles over to the West, you know, to the, to the dispatch who was not at that level at that point. You know, if people needed a score, if people needed a story quickly or see photos, they were coming to us instead of saying, going to the, to the bigger, bigger papers. So that was something to be very proud of. And, and we felt like we were ahead of the game on, on a lot of that stuff. Well, and, and yeah, I, even when I was at Lancaster with my previous, my very first career stop before coming to Newark, I mean, yeah, we, we, you know, I would update scores on there some nights, especially when I was a one-man staff for a little over a year. But I mean, there was only so much that, that one could do. But I mean, we, we were taught pretty early on how important it was. I mean, and I remember vividly the year I covered Newark basketball, 607 was when we were really starting to get into video. And our, our former photographer, Eric George, who worked with us for a while at this week, I mean, he would be out with that video camera quite a bit. I mean, we'd interview quack after games. We'd interview uh, players. I mean, we, we do that at a lot of news and sports assignments. So I, I can't think of too many newspapers at all in those days, especially that were our size that were doing that. Well, and you referred to uh, Lancaster and this is going to be a, a bit of a theme. Uh, as I mentioned, if people uh, listen to my uh, podcast with my colleague, Dave Whiting is a lot of the guys uh, who have been at the advocate have been at other local papers either before or after or both. Uh, so, you know, you kind of see the rivalries from different sides. You know, you were at Lancaster, as you said, at the beginning of your career. Uh, you covered a lot of great Lancaster basketball teams. Uh, you know, I don't know what it was, but when you left, it seemed like you brought the success. Not that Newark hasn't always had success, but it seems like you brought it to Newark. Um, I don't know what that was about, but, uh, you know, seeing it on both sides. Uh, and now, you know, this week you've covered a lot of the Pickerington teams. So, you know, especially the Newark girls are running up against Pickerington Central. Uh, in some regional tournaments. Uh, what's that like to be able to kind of see all sides of these uh, these great rivalries that we enjoy so much to watch? Well, I was thinking back through this when, when I heard you and Dave talking about it. I realized that three times in my first 11 days of Newark, I covered an event with a Licking County team playing a Fairfield County team. And in each and every one of those, it was a situation where naturally I knew more about the team that we didn't cover because – that's the team that I used to cover. I remember going out to, I think, Bloom Carroll played Granville in volleyball. And then I went down to, to uh, watch Newark Catholic actually be, uh, play at Amanda in week two of the 05 season. I, I went back and looked. It was a 7 nothing final uh, the Green Wave had, obviously, very early in a season that saw them get to a state semifinal. Yeah. So it was it was fun to see that. And, and I'll tell you, but you look at both sides of the rivalry, the one that really stands out to me was the next October of 06. And by then I was covering Newark football pretty much every week. And, uh, you know, Newark had an up and down year. They started 4-0 and then they actually ended up losing all the rest of their games. And the most painful one certainly was the one down at Lancaster that they lost by one point uh, on what was called an unsportsmanlike penalty that I thought at the time was a terrible call. And I don't remember much better about it, but I, I'm going to rely on my own memory that I wasn't a big fan of it when it happened. And uh, Newark ended up losing by a point. So it was definitely odd covering the other side when I was sitting in my old chair at Fulton Field where I'd sat for three years covering Lancaster with all the same people working in the press box. So, yeah, it was always a, a surreal thing, and you know, to go back down there and cover from the other side, quote-unquote, and things. But, I mean, I'll tell you this. I had every bit as much fun in the one year that I covered Newark as I did in the three years that I covered Lancaster. I mean, you, you get to know people. A lot of them are still there, uh, whether it's coaches or the support staff like Harry Ballinger. Uh, Rod keeps the scorebook for the boys' basketball team. He's still there. Yeah, they're they're all there. Time time just marches on. All that's changed is that 
Harry has an updated uh, computer program now. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's, that's the neat thing. When you go back out there and you still know people, you know, this long after the fact. So, yeah, I mean, that uh, that year covering Newark was, was a lot of fun. Got to go with them to the basketball team up when they played Worcester Triway. I rode the bus with them uh, on a Sunday in December and did like a day in the life sort of thing shadowing them from the time they got on the bus into the locker room onto the floor and then on the bus back home uh, to Newark. I mean, they were so gracious with so much access. And like you mentioned, I, I just missed the big one by a year, but I was following them from Houston and I got to watch the uh, the state championship on satellite that year. And, uh, and the Wildcats pulled it out and I was definitely rooting for them to do so. Well, and, and certainly you look at your time and again, it wasn't super long by uh by any real standard, but it was a couple of years and, and you still had some great things to be able to cover. It was a, a fortunate time to be here. Uh, you know, I think about some of the things as far as, uh, you know, the success certainly in, uh, in baseball that was around that time. And uh, Heath with their 2007 uh, state baseball championship, uh, you think about the, you know, certainly uh, I think what you, you covered uh, was at golf. Uh, Johnstown had a, had a great golf team. Uh, yeah. Yep. And, uh, and certainly, uh, just the beginning of football, you know, certainly you were, uh, had moved over to the web at, you know, in 2007, when we had Licking Valley and Newark Catholic in the state finals on the same year, but, you know, we had things that were, uh, building momentum to what we've seen in, in Licking County, you know, Lakewood softball hadn't quite been there yet, but they were about to win three straight softball titles as well. And you mentioned Lakewood. That leads me in. I covered Don Thorpe when he won his 761st game. I mean, and that gave him the record for baseball coaches wins. And I, I think he's got to be nearing a thousand by he, this point. He is. Yeah, he's what the is. he's in the high 970s. That was one thing we're going to miss in the spring sports season, as we thought this was. He, they had the t- caliber of team to definitely win 20 plus again, and we thought we might see uh, win number 1,000. Unfortunately, like everything else, you know, it's gone by the wayside. Well, I mean, there's that, you know, I remember earlier that year, I covered Susie Harrison's 500th win as the volleyball coach at Granville. Of course, she had been out at Sheridan uh, for a lot of her career as well. I mean, those were two that happened about six months apart. I mean, that's those are uh, a couple that I definitely think of. And, and you mentioned the Heath State Championship. Uh, I believe what they won both baseball and track that day. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Correctly. And on a, just a rainy Saturday. Uh, you know, I remember Josh and I went to, uh, I think we went to beat ups during the rain delay, if I'm getting all my days right. And, um, you know, kind of had to, to wait it out and everything. But yes, it was really neat that, uh, that the community could, uh, could enjoy that uh, on such a level, only a couple miles apart, the Bulldogs having such a great day. Yeah, that might've been, uh, that might've been 2006 when Newark Catholic won the state title in baseball, All the years run together. But I think that was the year when we had, when we had just a deluge for about three days straight, yes. because, I know Licking Valley's Heather Soul won the uh, won her first high jump title, and it, it never it poured the entire event. <laughs> Each and every one of us went to Cooper Stadium on Sunday night when when Newark Catholic won state. I, I remember that very well, uh, sitting up in what we, I believe we were told was George Steinbrenner's box at one time. Uh, that at least I covered the game up there. I'm pretty sure. I think Hatchet might have been up there as well, and then. Uh, and then what the next day, I think Watkins Memorial played a state semifinal. Yeah, yeah the, 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 the schedule was so backed up, and I think they had a, a graduation conflict. Maybe other teams did too, but, yeah, they played a Walsh Jesuit in their uh, state semifinal that next afternoon. So, yeah, you know, it was a lot of great things. And when you think about it, I think that's what makes it special. Um, you know, obviously, you know, you work for this week now, as I mentioned, and, you know, you have a lot of – you cover several communities, and, you know, odds are you're going to – catch something at the right time. Uh, you know, we've talked about 
over the years about you happen to cover a lot of lacrosse in the spring because you cover teams like New Albany and Upper Arlington and DeSales. Uh, but, you know, for Licking County to have a county of this size, the fact that it seems like every season we have something that's in a regional or a state tournament, you know, I, I hope people don't take that for granted. It doesn't happen in every community. You're right. I mean, and you know, looking at the spring, obviously baseball and softball has been such great sports out there for so long. And, and not just Lakewood. I mean, although obviously they've, they've been a huge leader. I mean, Heath and baseball, Newark Catholic, uh, the way they weren't baseball for so long. You don't want to forget, uh, you know, Newark was always pretty good, uh, especially in the Joe Neff era. I mean, that the, he coached them for so long. Um, I, I watch his memorial, you know, with Don Schoen, you know, having been there as long as he'd been. I remember covering a regional with them. Uh, in, I want to say 2007, it must have been the year after they yeah, got the stage. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, yeah, and you know, the track and field, we mentioned Heath a few minutes ago. It, it's, it really is a lot of fun to be able to do that. It makes the job easier uh, when when you're covering things like that. When I mean, the stories kind of write themselves is what I like to tell people. I mean, we, we definitely, uh, as writers, are a little selfish, and we definitely root for good stories. And, and when we worked out there, and obviously what you and Dave have continued to do, and, and Tom Wilson when he was there as well, I mean, uh, you guys, it's never a shortage of things to cover, and it is fun to cover a lot of these teams. Uh, like, I, you know, you mentioned Pick Central Basketball a little bit ago. I got to cover a couple titles from them, one from the boys, one from the girls. I had a day four years ago where I had four teams win state championships in about a seven-hour span. You know, three of them were lacrosse. One of them was Pickering to North Baseball. So it, it, it keeps you going. But it, I mean, it keeps you busy, but it's all worth it, definitely. Well, and uh, you mentioned Joe Neff. Uh, one of the things, you know, that I've been doing on the website here in this time when we're, you know, without sports, without that normal routine is, you know, kind of pulling up some old things out of our archives, finding some old stories. You know, I've seen seen some of your stories, seen some of our uh, former colleagues, either at The Advocate or in your case, uh, current and former colleagues at This Week News. And, you know, Joe Neff, one of the uh, one of the stories I'm pulling up here for uh, next week is uh, is Joe Neff's uh, 300th victory way back in the late 80s uh, when Newark beat Lancaster in a, in a big game. And uh, I know in 2006, I believe you were covering uh, Newark when they went to the regional final in baseball. So, you know, that was a you know, we talked about Newark Catholic and Watkins both being in the state that year. That was an amazing baseball year uh, for Licking County. Well, that would have been the weekend, I think, before that state tournament, of course, like you mentioned, that ran all the way into uh, into that following Monday and Tuesday. I, I'm, I'm thinking about that 06 Newark team in baseball. I want to say, what, the Nutter Brothers, I want to say, were on that team? Yeah, and uh, yep, Ryan Dunlap, the, the pitcher, was the, was the ace pitcher, I believe, that season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, current, the funny thing when I was going to say, players, current varsity coach Michael Wheeler is a, was a middle infielder on those teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think if uh, Kyle Walters, who coached at one time, was on the staff. I think he coached basketball at one time. And uh, again, it's one of those things where they all kind of run together there. But um, but yeah, I remember that very well going out to uh, Dublin Kaufman and watching them in those back-to-back regional games. You know, unfortunately, that's all short of a state tournament. But, uh, but yeah, that was one of them that was a lot of fun. And I'll tell you, I, I hope I'm not derailing this. I didn't want to forget. I mean, that was, you know, a couple weeks earlier. I was covering NHRA. Yeah, yeah. Auto racing was something I had never covered uh, before I came to Newark. You know, doing that, going out on the first day of deer hunting season in 05 and 06, shadowing people. Um, you know, those are those are things, too, I definitely wanted to make sure I mentioned. It's not high school, but I'll tell you what. Uh, it was exciting as heck when, when National Trail would light up 
every May with with uh, with the nationals, the spring nationals, and uh, and a lot of you know those are just more the opportunities in Licking County that we had to cover things. Yeah, and it it is you know it's a full uh, it's a full plate. You know, some of the things we've talked about coming up this summer is you know the the Licking County County Shrine Tournament is still you know, up in the air, you know, they're not going to be able to start at the first week of June, but they're hoping, you know, if they get good news here, that they'll be able to uh, have teams and have seasons in the various little leagues and to be able to still have that great tournament that, you know, obviously kid, kids and coaches love to to play in it and coach in it. And, you know, you have a lot of parents who played in it and now have their sons playing in it and a few daughters as well, of course. And, and now especially Shrine has softball the last few years and, and you get those memories, but you also know, Hey, we're raising money for a great cause too. So, you know, anything like uh, this coronavirus pandemic is going to, you know, change a lot of things financially in the future for a lot of groups. And you hope that doesn't affect the uh, Shriners. Uh, you know, Dave, I really appreciate you uh, checking in with me. Obviously, uh, you know, you've always been a, a great coworker and a great friend, whether you've been at the advocate or been uh, quote unquote on the other side, you know, I mentioned, a couple podcasts ago that uh, our parent companies, uh, Gannett and uh, yours at this week, uh, Gatehouse, uh, recently uh, came together. So we are uh, back uh, co-workers again uh, in, in that sense. So, you know, that'll just make us so much more powerful uh, when we get back to real normal life and get back to fall sports. When we have football teams and soccer teams and volleyball teams, you know, to be able to, to cover those events, you know, in the playoffs and tournaments you know, with, with such a larger increased uh, set of resources. Yeah, and I was excited when uh, when the merger came down because I was thinking, well, now I get to be back, yeah, in the fold with you guys for the first time in, what, seven years, I think. I mean, the company where I've spent most of my professional career. I mean, so that's, that is a neat thing. And I know that uh, obviously we've, we've helped each other out just because the, everything naturally will overlap uh, in some way, shape, or form, just like it does with Newark and Lancaster with, with uh, this week in the dispatch and, and and all the other papers in the area. So yes, I mean, it, it is something definitely exciting and, uh, and done the right way. I mean, you, you use those resources to, to do a great job for all the readers. Certainly Dave. Well, I, I really appreciate it. Thanks for checking in. Obviously, uh, you know, while it, it, you know, there's not a lot going on, you know, we're trying to do our best to uh, serve our readers. You know, we have a lot of, a lot of great feature ideas. We're, we're thinking of talking to a lot of the, the athletes and what they've been uh, busy and, and trying to stay in shape and, you know, what their uh, hopes and goals are here for whether it's getting summer baseball and softball and all the other uh, summer sports going or whether it'll be uh, next fall, either for, you know, returning kids, you know, uh, hopefully another normal season and for graduating seniors, maybe a chance to play at the next level. So uh, again, Dave, thanks for uh, joining us. Uh, you know, you're, uh, you know, we really appreciate your, uh, you know, your contributions at The Advocate and uh, still, you know, regardless of whether we are under the same umbrella or not, you're always a, a member of The Advocate family. That's, I still have a polo shirt from about 15 years ago that I'll wear occasionally, <laughs> my dark blue one. So, yeah, I, I will definitely always consider myself part of The Advocate family. I really, really feel, tr truly feel that. All right, thanks a lot for uh, checking in. Uh, I hope all the listeners are enjoying uh, what we're doing here and, you know, have a lot more uh, discussions with advocate alumni coming up, people that, you know, even if you uh, don't necessarily know personally, you, you probably read their stories and, uh, you know, they'll definitely have some memories. I know that'll jog people's uh, own memories and, you know, they'll add on to what, what we say uh, because everybody uh, has some special thoughts about these great teams and uh, athletes that we've had a chance to watch and cover and get to know over the years. So uh, 
everybody, thanks for listening. And we'll check in here uh, later this week.